It's time for the Security Token Show. We're here to bring you the latest and greatest in security token news. Coming from across the globe to your living room. And delivering all the latest STOs and getting you up to date on what's happening in the market. So what are you waiting for? Let's get on with the show. Welcome to the Security Token Show, folks. I'm your host, Herbert Conies, and joined as always by my co-host, Kyle Solomon. We're here in sunny Miami, Florida, ready to give you the latest and greatest in tokenization, aren't we, Kyle? Good to we be here. We have episode 201 yes. here on the docket, four plus years in the making, the Security Token Show. We've got everything to cover this week, but before we dive in, wanted to shout out Red Swan. Red Swan is a tokenized commercial real estate issuance platform, broker, and soon potentially to be ATS in the industry, working with triple net leases, high quality properties. They're spearheading a Disney property, as well as a few more commercial things on their platform. They've been in business for quite some time, led by Ed Nwokity and the team down there in Houston. Major shout out to Red Swan for sponsoring the show. Sponsors make this show possible, folks. So huge shout out to Red Swan for making this go possible. <laughs> Check it out at redswan.io. And with that, Kyle, let's head into the top five, shall we? Let's do it. And kicking it off with number five, folks, you got to know about PayPal. If you haven't heard, PayPal is finally getting into the, to the game, if you will. They're launching their own stable coin. This was uh, announced or rumored uh, a couple of years ago, so you can see just how long mm -hmm. things take in the, in the big corporate world. We'd expect the same thing for tokenization, but it's official, Kyle. PYUSD is officially out. It's an ERC-20 token. That means it's built on Ethereum and... Uh, it's actually designed to be backed by U.S. dollar deposits, a.k.a. you buy some PayPal with dollars, short-term treasuries, as well as similar cash equivalents, Kyle. Obviously, when it comes to stablecoins, it's a big deal about what's backing them. In this case, PayPal is probably big enough to make sure that it's, it's going to be legit, right? This was a pretty controversial move on a few fronts. First off, regulators already issued warnings in working with PayPal because of their work in the crypto economy. PayPal specifically mentioning they wanted to build an on-ramp, off-ramp from crypto, so allowing people to take their crypto and convert it into their stable coins, but they did recognize the value of having a decentralized currency or at least some kind of digital currency to be managed alongside these processes. But then also they received criticism from the traditional crypto crowd. They were citing that, well, PayPal has rights and restrictions over this currency, so it is not fully permissionless. PayPal does have some jurisdiction over the transfer of these assets, which Makes sense if you're a surprise company. That, like, at the end of the day, you're going to need to have some rights to prevent fraud or any kind of frozen funds here. The only other thing that I found interesting here, Erwig, was that it's not one-to-one -one backed by dollars. So, of course, yeah, treasuries and cash equivalents, that sounds like cash, but that's not actually cash. That's not M1 supply. For me, as a stablecoin issuer, I'm, you know, incredibly bearish on 
fractionalized banking with a lot of these startup platforms that don't necessarily have a robust financial ecosystem to support it. These are not FDIC insured accounts. So there's always going to be a liquidity risk when you have an increasing amount of illiquid assets or less than liquid assets backing up a fully liquid cash supply. So I think the only thing that would assuage me here is at least to be able to publish what that distribution is. If we can see, all right, it's only 10 or 25% that's being backed by treasuries or something like that, sure. But if we have an unknown number of cash versus treasuries, it might start out with good intentions, but who knows what happens as the business starts to struggle. We've seen this story before, haven't we, Kyle, when it comes to the downfall of stable coins. Yeah. I don't think that's going to happen in this case. No. But even bigger news in number four, Kyle, a bigger tech company, Microsoft, uh, has officially announced that they're also getting into tokenization, folks. They're partnering up with Aptos Labs to make this happen. Uh, pretty big deal, given, obviously, that Microsoft also has their Azure platform, which uh, on that blockchain platform, it is apparent that Aptos will also become a validator huh. there. So it's a, a kind of a very mutual partnership on top of the fact that they're going to be helping out not just with tokenization, but also with payments, CBCs and other components of, of tokenization there. You may not have heard of Aptos, but you certainly have heard of where all of the development team comes from. This is the original team behind Meta or originally Facebook's Diem project. You may remember their stable coin, which then rebranded to Libra and then actually just totally collapsed as they couldn't bring a product to market. It eventually resulted in Facebook just becoming meta as a company. But those, a lot of those original developers moved over to Actos Foundation where they're launching their own blockchain and they're doing asset tokenization and payment alongside the Azure platform. They're also building some sort of AI solution to allow for onboarding and building on top of the blockchain in a user-friendly way. So it seems like a lot of buzzwords here. We'll see what comes out of it. Kyle, I wouldn't be surprised if we can infer from this announcement that we will likely see a competing stable coin against PayPal. You just acknowledged that Facebook failed to do it. This is a big race yeah. of the financial economy we're talking about. Interested and excited to see what's going to come out of that. And in the number three, Herwig, we have Maple Finance, a leader in the CFI DeFi space, providing liquidity pools and all types of decentralized fundraising mechanics while leveraging KYC and regulatory compliant financial vehicles. And they've launched what is essentially a money market fund behind treasuries. So they have a tokenized pool of treasuries allowing users to put in their USDC or USDT into a fund no USDT in this case. It's no USD, just USDC. Just USDC, according to Herwig, and I trust his word on that. So 4 to 5% yield on this product. So pretty standard for a lot of these money market funds. They've got 22 million in deposits so far, and this is structured as a Reg D. That means that you need to identify and is accredited investors only, but I think this is interesting because they're opening it to U.S. investors. Traditionally, a lot of these DeFi-style pools are for international. It's pools. a big deal, and that's how they started. They've been actually operating since April, so a pretty short amount of time to achieve 22 million, I think, but that was indeed only to foreign investors. Now it's open to U.S. Ukraine investors via this uh, announcement. Really good, cool stuff, Maple. Uh, you definitely are leading in that DeFi territory. What do we got for number two? Number two, folks, FOMO, a Singaporean company that actually is owned by a billion-dollar Hong Kong company, at least majority owned. 
recently raised uh, around last year, and it looks like they're putting that money towards acquisitions because they've acquired Capridge. And if you don't know Capridge, they're actually the owners of one exchange, one of the leading Singapore exchanges. You've heard of many of them like Adex. Uh, but in this case, this is one of the first M&A activities that I know of, Kyle, in Singapore, uh, and definitely puts a several layers of bait backing behind uh, this move. And I expect that that means it's going to fire charge things up over a one exchange. Capbridge and by proxy one exchange have both a capital markets services license and a registered market operators license in Singapore. And one exchange is an exchange we covered in our large list of exchanges from three, four years ago that are out they are a direct competitor to some of the other Singaporean exchanges in or, or tokenized marketplaces, depending on the linguistics you want to use in the Singapore region. We see AdX, we've seen InvestX, and now another one is essentially being acquired. This is nothing new. We see license roll-off happen all the time. Asia Next also supposed to be launched yeah. in partnership with Six, which is a big deal. Uh, very cool stuff, Kyle. Why don't you round us out with number one? What do we have to know? Number one is that Archax is officially approved to sell the Aberdeen Fund products. And so we've covered this a few times as they've launched additional pieces of this puzzle. But as CEO Graham Rodford says, he believes that they are the first regulated custodian with assets in a trust is now issuing regulated tokens in that same ecosystem. So basically what that means is that they've covered soup to nuts from the origination all the way to distribution with these fund products, specifically based in the Luxembourg jurisdiction. They have money market funds that they're issuing as traditional shares and digital shares in USDs as well as the euro and the Great British Pound. So they're doing all of it across the board, traditional and digital securities all tokenized using their platform. Archex has a lot to be proud of, I think. They were the first FCA-regulated uh, marketplace for tokenized securities. They locked in an investment from Aberdeen, no less, before all of this. Aberdeen itself, if you haven't heard of them, they're a trillion-dollar-plus asset manager, folks. They're huge. And why do I think this move is so big, Kyle? Because this is laying the foundation for all marketplaces and exchanges around the world. At the end of the day, in order to interact in a completely Web3 native environment, leveraging instant settlement and such, you're going to need some kind of cash product. And what's better than a stable coin than a stable coin that's yield bearing? So in this case, you now have the option to settle out in a U.S transfer into the Great British Pound or the Euro, of course, and I expect that possibly could grow. Uh, this is very, very important, I think, as laying the, 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 you know, the building bricks, if you will, for any Web3 marketplace. So this is a huge move. Congratulations to Archax. As we've talked about, tokenized deposits, money market funds, these are all the early stages of banking infrastructure that we've seen for a long time being the first pieces of an investment bank or asset manager to get into the tokenized game. It's great to see Archax facilitating that with a multi-trillion dollar asset manager. And that's our top five, folks. Hello and welcome to the SCA Success Network updates. Last week, we covered WorldVest launching Troy Money and Mineral Coin. Well, this week we have another announcement from Gary Krauss that WorldVest is launching a series of fiat-based stablecoins and the Bitcoin Satoshi's Vision blockchain or BSV. These will start with USD and Euro uh, versions. Next up, we have DigiShares and their upcoming education and tokenization webinar and exploration of the vital role education plays in the field of tokenization and its impact on the future of digital assets. This will be on Wednesday the 16th at 9 a.m. Eastern 
Our very own Herbert Konings will be one of the presenters, so you don't want to miss this. And speaking of webinars, the Success Network will be hosting former SEC attorney Mark Powers for Powers Hour on Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern. Come break down another intriguing topic through his lens and expertise. And right after that Powers Hour, we do have Ed Nowakity from Red Swan at 12 p.m. Eastern covering tokenized real estate. Ed comes from an extensive background, having worked over 15 years at Cushman and Wakefield, finding out what's wrong with the industry, and now having tokenized over $5 billion worth of real estate. Remember, these webinars and our Insights emails twice a week are available for just $9 a month. That's a coffee and a bagel, so don't miss out. That's all for me on the STA Success Network updates. Let's head on over to the institutional updates. Hello and welcome to the institutional updates part of the show. I'm Jason Barraza, Head of Growth and Operations at Security Token Market, filling in for Peter this week. Now let's get started with Backed Finance, a company that issues tokenized treasury products, corporate ETFs, and individual stocks internationally. They recently announced support for six new blockchains, including BNB Chain, Arbitrum, Phantom, Avalanche, Gnosis, Polygon, and of course Ethereum, all EVM compatible. This news comes with their recent integration to Chainlink's price feeds to draw data from a variety of legacy sources like S&P Global and London Stock Exchange Group, Fitzy. Chainlink's price feeds do offer projects decentralized pricing data as well for different assets to ensure their accurate values. Now, with these six new blockchains, they'll be able to issue tokenized versions of Coinbase's Coinstock, S&P 500 ETF, and Treasury bond ETFs within Swiss regulations. So fantastic job to the team over there. And it'll be interesting to see what DeFi applications Backed Finance decides to make available in the future, such as automated market makers and lending solutions. Of course, for this to be able to be possible, uh, they'll need compliance integrations to remain compliant. Uh, currently, their tokenized offerings are available to non-U.S. investors, with KYC being handled by some sub. Next, here in the U.S., we have Mercantile Bank International, or MBI. They are partnering with ProntoBlock to tokenize the commercial paper market. MBI clients will be able to purchase tokenized paper using ProntoBlock's platform, which will help vet the best instruments to tokenize. For context, the outstanding U.S. commercial paper was worth $1.25 trillion at the end of last year, and ProntoBlock plans to tokenize a billion of those uh, by Q2 2024. This is aligned with MBI's needs as they consistently have excess liquidity and could benefit from high-yield, short-term instruments. Commercial paper tends to offer higher rates compared to treasuries, but at similar maturities, and yes, these will be available to U.S. investors. And on a similar note of liquid instruments, Archex in the UK will also be announcing that they are distributing Aberdeen money market funds out of Luxembourg. This includes both tokenized and traditional access to their GBP, USD, and euro yielding generating uh, money market funds. Taking into consideration the wealth management webinar we just held on the STA Success Network, these last two announcements really resonate with the idea that wealth management and private banks can now offer a more diversified pool of options to their clients while still having the ability to more easily rebalance portfolios thanks to tokenization and the digital rails. We're seeing this being done with ADDX in Singapore, securitized here in the U.S. and internationally with their recent announcement uh, with OnRamp. 
and now Archex and Mercantile Bank International participating as well. The common theme here is taking advantage of Web3 while keeping a Web2 front end to make it as frictionless as possible for RIAs, financial advisors, and individual investors to partake. So fantastic job to all the firms recently uh, announcing integrations to make this possible. That's all for me this week, but let's see what Nick Stubbin has for us in the market updates. Hello and welcome to the market update. My name is Nick Steffen. The total security token trading market cap has seen a boost on the week as it pushes above $17.1 billion. We have begun to see stabilization at this upper level, which is a strong sign for security token bulls. A new exchange has entered the space, MinExchange. The company claims to enable individuals and businesses to unlock investment opportunities that were previously out of reach for many. With the innovative tokenization of shares, investors can benefit from increased liquidity and access to more companies and startups. This creates more investment options and opportunities for everyone, regardless of their financial background or status. And in El Salvador, RealToken, a frontrunner in digital financial solutions, proudly announces the official launch of its revolutionary real estate tokenization platform, it's a groundbreaking tool that opens doors to new financing sources and unprecedented investment opportunities for property developers and individual investors. It is clear that while the market has stagnated over the course of 12 to 16 months or so, there are many companies building, which is going to provide a very strong infrastructure for the space once it is ready for its next leg up. And finally, Tokenized Coinbase stocks are coming to Polygon thanks to Backed Finance. After ba ba Backed Finance added Chainlink's price feeds, the tokenization product is now launching its various tokenized products to a variety of networks. Backed is a DeFi project working in the tokenization and real-world assets sector. This means it's attempting to onboard popular traditional assets such as stocks and bonds onto the blockchain. A world where investors have multiple avenues to invest in their favorite companies like Apple, Microsoft, and Tesla via the blockchain is inching closer day by day. So that's all for now, but have an amazing rest of your week, and we'll be back next Monday. What a show, Kyle. Absolutely amazing. So much big news. I can't believe now Archaxis is issuing three new Aberdeen money market funds, as well as all that other news we heard from the institutional update. Lots of activity. But, Kyle, we're, of course, going to end our show with our companies of the week. So, who do you find that made the biggest news this week to you? I really wanted to get with the PayPal. I think that launching a stablecoin, bringing the centralized financial players into this game clearly shows that despite all of the regulatory scrutiny, despite all of the crackdowns on crypto, despite their delays in bringing this product to market since 2021, despite the craziness in tech and venture capital and innovation in the financial sector, PayPal still is coming to market with a stablecoin specifically because they recognize the benefits of digital asset transfer. I think that when all the cards are down, when all the chips are down, there's still innovation happening here. 
is a really, really strong sign that all this technology is here to stay and that these benefits are undeniable for financial transaction firms. And we're only going to see this continue to grow. I mean, PayPal is one of the biggest fintech companies in the world. This is obviously still regardless of massive, massive. And on East, which is great. They're not just doing some kind of uh, fake the chain thing or whatever. Like, no, they're they're really embracing the tools. They're, they're, that's why I think they're also getting some criticism for writing it. <laughs> um, but I understand and totally agree with your thinking because my choice this week for Company of the Week is actually Aptos Labs mm. because of their new announcement with Microsoft. Microsoft is one of the biggest tech companies in the world in itself. Uh, and they have huge initiatives going on with AI, with the cloud, with blockchain. The fact that this is at least what I've known to, to see the first moment that Microsoft says, hey, we're interested in tokenization and we're going to do this with Aptos Labs. Kyle, that's enormous. Not to mention that they're also working on the CBDCs and payments, which naturally means stable coins, yeah. right? Um, but what's interesting is in their announcement, they also mentioned that with Microsoft, they're building an AI messenger bot. And that AI messenger bot is designed to help people interact with the Aptos blockchain. So as you can imagine, this is a very powerful tool uh, that people will be able to use as hopefully assets and other applications yeah. jump up onto the Aptos blockchain, a super cool, uh, very futuristic way to interact with a blockchain that I don't know how many other, you know, AI blockchain explorers type you know, language model questioning systems are out there. So for all those reasons, I just got to give it to Aptos Labs. That makes perfect sense to have Microsoft as a partner too, right? Considering how much investment Microsoft has made in the AI space, it seems like the perfect partnership. Well, Kyle, that's our show, folks. Of course, check out stm.co, your one-stop shop for all things security tokens, all the latest news, all the latest trading data. And of course, every Monday, you're going to catch the security token show here with us on YouTube and everywhere else. Be sure to like and subscribe and share. And with that, we hope to catch you next Monday. Happy tokenizing.